Today's Vod has been dedicated for Shalema, Moshe ben Lorraine. Bezat Hashem, and the Zichut of the Limura Torah, and the Zichut of the Tzedakah, you should have a Refuah Shalema Bekarv Mamish. Okay. So, I want to try to expound a little bit on what we were learning yesterday in the Rabbi Sol Salanter, and try to develop a deep yesayid here, a very important yesayid. Okay? So yesterday we were learning that Rabbi Sosalanda said an unbelievable yesayid. That as long as a person is a high margish, a person realizes that he has to grow, he's alive. He's a growing person. He's an oisin chuba. He has to grow. How does he have to grow? He realizes, he learns Musa, touches him, speaks to him. And he's on a path. Maybe he's really far away from where he has to get to. But since he's alive, we say, Hashem is not interested in the person dying. I'll give him life, I'll give him siyat d'shmaya, right? As opposed to a person who is doing a various without even being margish, that he's living in the world of kinah and sinah and lashon hara and halbonas ponim, marames ha'esek, and he's so busy with his life that he doesn't have time to stop and think, and he's not being nispal from anything. He's not reading Ma'amore Chazal and thinking into it and being marchavit and letting it speak to him and touch him. So that person is really in a bad matzav, he's b'moyis ha'meis. Right? He falls into the posse, Hashem, Hashem Okay? So this is a great, you know, chizik for us in a certain way, because we don't have to see behavioral changes in a person. A person could be holding pretty far, but as long as he's in the growth world. So I want to try to develop this a little bit, because, you see, there's a big schmooze, I don't want to go so, so, so into it, but there is a big schmooze, maybe we'll talk about it more in the Chavis Salavavis Vad, that the Chavis Salavavis says in Paragimbal of Shara B'Tochem, that if a person is a Rosha, he doesn't have the rights to be Batech Basham. That's basically what Rabbi, what uh, Chavis Salavavis says, which sparks a massive tumult Amongst the Mavorshim, that is a Chazal that says, "Haboytech b'Hashem Chesed Yisrael Avenu Afilu Rosha." Even a Rosha has the right to be Boytech b'Hashem. So, does a Rosha have a right to be Boytech b'Hashem? Does he have no right to be Boytech b'Hashem? And this is a question. Really, we can break it into two categories, at least for now is there's a general betochen, you know, he's a Russia and he's betech b'ashem, that'll have a panosa, that'll have uh, different things that he needs in life. And then, also, if he finds himself in a situation of tzarot, and midas hadin, for his averis, he's getting a punishment for his averis, does he have a right to be betech b'ashem, and, and rely on Hashem's chesed, that Hashem will take away the yisurim for his averis? Okay, there's a whole tumult, major, major discussion. 
and how to reconcile the Chayvus Alvavus with uh, with the other Chazal. Okay. So, in light of Rabbi Salanta, we have a derech over here. Okay? Because this is a very deep thing, and I want to just bring out this point. Clear point. The basic premise of betochen. The basic, basic foundation work of betochen is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is putting you in situations all the time that are perfectly designed for you to serve, to you to grow, for you to be a oivid Hashem, constantly, constantly, constantly. Means every situation in life, you have to see past the tangible details of the case and go in deeper and see what does Hashem want me to grow here. Okay, that's a basic premise of betochen, is that we always have to go past the tangible. This is in all areas of betachem, which is the big work of betachem. Is because let's say you have a business that's running well, so tangible reality is I have what to rely on. So betachem says, no, see past the tangible. It's not the business, it's Hashem. If you're in a situation where the business is failing and you have no way to make a panosa, don't panic. Don't become depressed. Don't become angry. Realize that the tangible reality is not what helps you or hurts you. You have to rely on Hashem. So everything in Betochen really revolves around what? The basic principle that we have to see past the tangible realities. That's the way it works. If I'm, if I'm in a difficult situation and now there's things that are hurtful and whatever, right? So instead of seeing the tangible details of the problem, let's say we have a Bachar who's struggling in Shaduch. You know such a Bachar? No. <laughs> right? So now, uh, the Shachonim, they're not telling uh, truth to him and whatever, right? So the tangible reality is what it is, right? So a Baal goes past that and says, there's a void Hashem to be made over here. And this situation was designed for me to grow. So it's always, a Baal goes past tangible reality. That's the Koyach of Seichel. Is that you could see deeper than just the external details. The external details is the opening to see deeper. You need it. You need the external details. So this is in all of Avayin Hashem. This is in general Emuna, right? So let's say you look at an apple. Okay? So you see an apple. It's an apple. Very nice. Delicious apple. When Rabbi Miller saw an apple, what did he see? He saw Hashem. He saw Chesed. He saw Chochmah. Right? He sees deeper. That's Seichel. See deeper. But if he didn't have an apple in front of him, he wouldn't see that depth of Hashem. So either the physical world, the tangible world, serves as a barrier between us and Hashem, because Hashem is hiding behind it, or it serves as a way to see Him. And that's the right way. That's the difference between a person with seichel and a person who's not with seichel. Okay? So everything in life works like that. According to the level of seichel, you could deduct certain things. Right? So we have a few bochum here, right? So if a person doesn't have seichel, says, human, 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 right? A person with seichel says, no. They are a chabur. They are part of a yeshiva. 
the yeshiva bochum. So who who put them together into a classification? Seichel. Seichel classifies things and puts things together, right? If a person has a very high seichel at a very high spiritual level, he sees everything as ein oid mulbadai. He only sees Hashem. He sees Hashem. That's what ties the whole Bria together under one classification called Hashem. So that classification is using seichel above the chush. Because in chush, in the, in the, in the tangible reality, I see tzaddikim, I see rishoyim, I see this koyach, I see that koyach, I see all independent things. Right? That's what the, what my, uh, hi Stephen. That's what my uh, eyes see, right? But then I see with, with, uh, seichel, I can see something deeper. It's all part of the plan of Hashem. Everything's part of the plan of Hashem. Tzadikim, Barata Tzadikim, Barata Rishoyim. Everything's part of the big plan. And plan and purpose, right? So the basic, 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 basic fundamental of Emunah, Betochen, Avodis Hashem, Kedusha, you name it, is using your Seichel to see, not get stuck in the tangible, but actually use the tangible to be a way to reach Hashem. That's why it says in the Pesach, Mibisari, from my body, Echeze Eloha, I see God, right? So either I can see the body, and the body can be a barrier. I don't have God, I have my own brains, I have my own capabilities, I have my own talents, so then I didn't see Hashem at all, I always saw me. Or, I could look into my body and say, wow. From my body, I see Tzalem Aleichem. I see uh, unbelievable things going down there about Hashem. So either my body could be serving as the microscope, to see deep, or I get stuck in it. Okay, so the this is what the whole work of Avedis Hashem always boils down to. Okay? Now, so a person who is a Baal understands that the premise of life is the relationship that he has with Hashem. That's what it is. And every difficult situation is in, any good situation is in, it's always Hashem. It's seeing Hashem. Okay? Now, so how can you be a Russia at the same time? Because in general, Taiva means what? Taiva means the tangible reality took me over. Took me over to such a way, like in Rabbi Sosalanta's terms, I became misspoiled from it. It took over my hergish, right? When a person wants something, right? He has a taiva for something. Everything else in the world doesn't exist. He's only obsessed on that one thing. And that's going to bring him happiness and that's going to bring him everything. He can't think straight. He's taken by something. But it has to be something that he saw. He first has to see the tangible thing. And then it takes him over. <clears throat> and he becomes so zoned into that. And he's in the small from that. Right? And then his dimin is there. And there's no Hashem anymore. He's taken by that, right? So how could you be a Russian and a Balbetochen at the same time? A Balbetochen is never taken by his tangible realities. His tangible realities are only the thing to bring him to see Hashem. A Russia is a person of Baltaiva. Whatever he's taken with. He's taken with his own uh, milus. 
That's all he can think about is Omailus. And when he sees people, all he can think about is their Chesroinus. Correct? He's taken by things in the tangible world that he gets stuck in it. And then it becomes his reality. So how do you have B'tochen and Bia Rosh at the same time? Right? How's that work? Okay? So, <clears throat> with this Rabbi Shol, I think would be the answer to the riddle. And I'll explain the two Chazals. The Chavis Alvav is in Paragimel that says that a Rosh can't have B'tochen. Is a person that he is solely and completely in the tangible world. He's not a Chai Margish. He's not. He's not an Oisin Shuvah. He's living in one way. And that way doesn't include HaKadosh Baruch in that way. Right? <clears throat> so now, all of a sudden, one day he wants money. Da Batech Bashem. Batech Bashem joke. It's no Batech Bashem. You first have to annul all tangible realities, and then you can be Batech Bashem. That means that business doesn't make you money. Bad business doesn't make you lose money. It's all Hashem, right? You have to, but he's not lived that life. He's not a Chai Margish. He's not taken by any spirituality and Seichel. doesn't touch him at all. He's not Margish in his Chisrenus. He can't be Batech Bashem. So what does it mean that a Rosh could be Batech Bashem? Rosh could be Batech Bashem means that a person in general is a person who wants to grow. He's a person who learns Musa. He's a person that realizes he has a chesar. He is trying to, to make headway and avoid the sasha. He is a oisin tshuva. Now, yes, he also gets taken by his taiva too. That's how he falls. But he realizes that's how he falls. He realizes that chesar. He's trying to make a career out of trying to see Hashem in the world as opposed to being caught in the tangible realities. That's a Rosha that could be Batech Bashem. That means, Betochen means you could be a Rosha and be a Baal Betochen. You see, that's a deep thing. You could be a Rosha because Rosha's behaviors is falling. His behaviors are not good. But he can still be a Batech Bashem and realize that he has the work that he has to do. That's like Rabbi Saul here. If he's working on himself, then why is he considered a Russia? He's considered a Russia because Lamaisi sinned. A Russia sinned. But you could be a Russia. That's what I'm trying to show you from here. Because this guy's a Russia too. But he's falling. It's not like. Doesn't matter. He's working on himself. You see, that's where the Hushish world messes us up. We only could see behavior. This is where we're messed up. We only look at success with behavior because we are in the tangible reality. Right? So if uh, we have a checklist of behaviors and then you're failing in the behaviors, you're bad, right? And that's it. If you're a Russia, you're a Russian. See you later, right? But from this Rabbi Sosvant, we learned something else. A guy didn't do tshuva yet. He did not. His behaviors are gooched. He sinned. But Hashem says, Lo echpotz bemot hamet. You're a met. But lo echpotz bemot hamet. Why? Because since you realize that you have deficiencies and you're touched by it and you want to work with it and you want to grow, then Hashem says, Ata beseder. 
You have to do tshuva still. You still have to grow. But I'm working with you. You're no longer... So you're a rush on pen and paper in the sense that you sin and you have to do tshuva. But you're not a rush that we gave up on you. We're not a rush that we're finished with you. We're working with you. We give you time. We have mercy on you. See? Rachmonis. It could be boiteach. This guy has a right and has a chiyuv to be boiteach by Hashem that Hashem will have Rachmonis on him and give him time. He won't give him Yisurim. He will let him be matzliach. He will not give him Yisurim because he's working on himself. That's Rabbi Yisurim. That's the Rosh that's Betech Bashem Chesed Yisrael When I have aware, I'm aware of my problems. I'm aware of my issues. I'm working on a plan. I'm learning Musa and trying to be changed from it. Subtle, subtle changes, not external changes. External changes take time. Eventually, when I do all the subtle changes, eventually it will come out in the behaviors too, for sure. 100%. And the ultimate goal is that it should come out in the behaviors. Because when it comes out in the behaviors, then you're no longer a Russia, you're a tzaddik. You're not supposed to stay a Russia your whole life. You're supposed to go from a Russia to a tzaddik. So eventually it's going to come out in the external behaviors. But even before it even started coming out in the external behaviors, you're already under the category of lachbots b'motamet. You're already under the categories of lachbots b'motamet. And therefore what? If it's not a chbots then what? Betochen. That Hashem will deliver me and help me and He will not punish me and He will not destroy me. He'll give me time. He'll give me siyat deshmaya. He'll work with me. So that's what it means. That's what it means, right? So that's what Rabbi Yerina says in Mishlei that you can have a guy who right now tzarot are coming on him because of why? Because of his sins. He didn't do tshuva yet. What did he do? His baiteach on Hashem that he will have mercy on him and take away the yesurim and the problems. Why should Hashem do that for him? I'm punishing you. That's me, the Sadin. Why should I do that? It is because I'm baiteach Hashem that if I'm working on myself and I accept the message of the yesurim that came around me and I say, you know what, this is for my sins and I want to grow. What did that, what did that guy just do? He practiced seeing past the tangible. It's not the situation that's killing me. It's Hashem sending the situation in order to punish me for my sins. Ah, Hashem is in the picture. So even this Russia, Hashem is in the picture now. He's a Russia because he sinned. But now Hashem is in the picture. That's Betochen. Betochen always brings Hashem in the picture. So what do I see when I see the Yisurim? I see Hashem sending me the Yisurim for my Averis and I'm willing to change. I allowed it to touch me. I allowed the situation to speak to me. That's Betochen. That's Oisin Tshuva. It's all the same thing. Which is the Russia that's not Betech, that can't be Betech Hashem? There's a person that Hashem is sending him Yisurim and he doesn't see Hashem. He's never living with Hashem, right? Then he heard a speech that if you have betochen Hashem to make a million dollars, you'll get a million dollars. Shkoyach. En kazem musag. That guy, en kazem musag. So, so here's the thing. When we're growing, we can be taken by both. When we fall, our tangible reality is taking over. 
We're forgetting about Hashem. Every time a guy sins, he forgets about Hashem. There's no Hashem there no more. But then, he can also realize that. That that's what's happening to him. And then he can say, I have to work with that problem. Okay, you're an Eisen Shuba. Hashem will give you time. When he's getting his surim, he stops. Now the type is not here, he's getting his surim. He will grow from his surim. You see this difference between a Jew and a non-Jew. Many chazals to substantiate this point. When a paro is getting his surim, when Mitzrayim are getting his surim, they think that they're being picked on. They don't see Hashem speaking to you, do tshuva, become a better person, mean that Taiva didn't go away. Taiva is still there. So what are you fighting with me for? But if a person has his room, boyim love, and then he says, ah, Kodesh Baruch Hu is speaking to me. I'm chai boyim I have to work on my Taivas. So he's alive. He's a chai margish. He's a oisin tshuva. He's a oisin tshuva, then the Yisurim will go away. Even though the Yisurim are there for his chat. Okay, I'll give you more time. Even the fact that he realizes, and he says, you know, I want to change my way, that itself is a tikkun in the etzim chat. It's even a part of the process of tshuva. That's a very deep thing. A very deep thing. We have to realize what's coming out here is that there's always this mishkal. Our sins are coming from the fact that we're taken by the tangible. When we're taken by the tangible, there is no Hashem there. So I see you, Migmatzliach, I get jealousy of you. What am I jealous of you? Everything that a person has is given to him from Hashem. What's good for me comes to me, what's good for him comes to him, right? That's seeing past the tangible. The jealousy is I got stuck in the tangible. All the sins are like that. When you get stuck in the tangible, then the tangible world serves as the barrier between us and Hashem. Betochen means I always see, emuna betochen means I always see past the tangible. I see something deeper. So we can, we can go back and forth. We can fall, and then we can say, I realize I have this problem. Every time I see somebody, I get stuck in that tangible thing. Now let me strengthen, work on myself. I'm a chai margish. I'm a oisin tshuva. Doesn't mean I don't fall. Doesn't mean I did tshuva on my averis. I'm still a rosher in a certain sense because I was choyte. But it's not a steer to tuzachet. So with this Rabbi Shosalanta, I think we could strongly answer this big question that the world is busy with. How can the Chayv Zalvava say a Russia has no betochen and the Chazal says a Russia has betochen? Everybody talks about it. But with this Rabbi Shosalanta, we have a Pesach of Havona to understand how the system works. You got it? We'll stop here for today.